You're listening to the British Baseball Podcast. baseball family Matthew here with Around the Bases the British baseball audio fanzine with the roundup of all the action all the weeks now this one is coming out a little bit later than usual because uh, we've had the under 23 euros which I'd like to bring you in full ish uh, the final is being played at the moment but uh, well we won't spoil anything so far but uh, let's get into the action uh, not really much news this week because like the news is the announcement of league winners but we have the BSUK player of the week and it's staying up in Scotland with Harry Sheehan of the Edinburgh Cannons. Well done, Harris. Top stuff there, lad. Speaking of Scotland, let's get into the roundup as we start off in baseball Scotland. And here's the lovely John McKellar from Ball Caps and Bagpipes to give us a roundup of the series. Hi, Matt. This is John from Ball Caps and Bagpipes here where you have Scottish baseball roundup for Sunday, the 22nd of August. Um, we'll start with the Edinburgh Diamond Devils. They defeated the Glasgow Galaxy in 9-8 in walk-off fashion. They have clinched the 2021 Scottish National League title, so massive congratulations to the Devils. Uh, They've had a fantastic season, um, excellent offensively. Um, In recent weeks in particular, they've been tremendous uh, on defence and uh, from a pitching standpoint, so well-deserved title for them. They're first in quite a few years. Elsewhere, the Glasgow Comets destroyed the Aberdeen Oilers. It was a final score of 37-2, 37-2 the final score in that one. Uh, The Oilers travelling down with... A fairly weakened squad, it has to be said, um, but still uh, a tremendous offensive output by the Comets. And in the other game this past Sunday, the Edinburgh Cannons went uh, to Tayport and they won 11-3. So uh, that's the roundup for this week. Uh, this coming Sunday is the final week of the regular season. However, there will be a make-up week the following Sunday um, for postponed games, of which there are two. Thanks, Matt. Back to you. Cheers, John. Thanks as always. Before, be sure to check out Ball Cats and Bagpipes wherever you get your podcast from. Like, share, and subscribe. Leave them a review because they do great work up there over the border. So let's have a look at the table then. As I said uh, Edinburgh Diamond Devils have won it with nine wins, one loss. Second place is Edinburgh Cannons with six and three. That means this Sunday is an all Edinburgh. Uh, Derby. So if you're in the region, you should check it out. It should be a, a great game. Glasgow Comets in third spot with six and three. Uh, Granite City Oilers with four and five. Glasgow Galaxy with three and six. And Tayport Breakers with zero and ten. So it's still all to play for uh, this week as they, uh, they have the mop-up of the games that were missed. In the Development League, the uh, Edinburgh uh, Cannons defeat Tayport Breakers. The Glasgow Comets defeat Granite City Oilers. And Glasgow Galaxy beat the Diamond Devils. So the single A developments as the Glasgow Comets at top with seven and one with one tie. The Diamond Devils from Edinburgh with seven wins, two losses, one tied. Glasgow Galaxy at five and four. Tape Breakers and four and six. Edinburgh Cannons three and five. And Granite City Oilers are zero and four. So let's go on now to the BBF uh, uh, title. Let's have a look. The Northern Baseball League, the NBL. So this week uh, is for the 22nd of August. The first game we have the London Legends versus the Lancashire Legends. Uh, the first game was 7-0 to the London Legends down at Round Shaw Playing Fields in Croydon. And it was Jack McCarthy with a still performance with 14 strikeouts in six innings pitched, not allowing a run to put London for, into fourth place in the standings. 
And game two saw London coming out 3-2, with Ben Morris having two crucial RBIs in game two to help London win the game, despite a seventh inning comeback from the Lancashire side on a Josh Jones single. There was a postponement at Finsbury Park for the London Mets versus the Hearts Falcons, with a majority of the, the Mets squad being over in Italy for the under-23s. So we'll move on to Essex Arrows at home in Talmy Plainfield to the London Capitals. Game one saw Essex win 5-4. It was Kyle Randall going two for three with two RBIs and one run scored, but it wasn't enough to help his team get the win with a seventh inning four-run comeback for Essex. Essex won on a walk-off single by Moises Vasquez. Game two will go in favour of the Capitals as they won that on 8-5. He uh, went into extra innings with the regular innings ending with a game tied at four all in the seventh. A single from Grant Maddox started off the scoring in the top of the eight for the Capitals and Lewis Wampler also tripled to help the Capitals score four to win the game. Well done there, team. So let's have a look then at the current standings in the NBL. That's my the screen is loading noise. So it's London Mets at the top with a 22-3 and three record. Uh, London Capitals in second place, 22 wins and five losses. Essex Arrows with 16 wins and 14 losses. London Legends in that crucial four spot with 10 wins and 19 losses. Lancaster Legends with eight wins, 19 losses. And Hearts Falcons there with one win and 22 losses. So let's have a look then at the AAA. A couple of games to tell us about. We start off with a forfeit by the Kent Buccaneers in their game against the Essex Redbacks. Uh, so that's uh, two 7 0 victories for the Essex Redbacks AAA. So we'll go to the game that did take place in Finsbury Park in London, and that's the London Mammoths versus the Richmond Knights AAA. Game one was a uh, six to eight win for the Mammoths. Uh, Kumo Kumagachi struck out, struck out 10 for the Mammoths in the win, despite a great performance on the mounds from Knights fared well at the plate with shortstop Ethan Catfliss uh, going three for four with eight RBIs, but the Mammoths out hit. Um, then with Osvaldo Badia Rivero hitting a home run and getting three RBIs in that game. Game two would also see another Mammoths victory, doing that on 12 to 2. Mammoths taking the Mercy Rule win uh, in that second game. We were a big six run third inning with a kick, Raviv, uh, only allowing two runs and struck out six for the Mammoth in their five inning win. To Summerdale Pavilion, as the Bristol Badgers hosted the Southwest Rebellions. Badgers taking game one 4 0. This Carlson Charles went three for three for the, the Badgers win, while Tom Hollies went seven innings on the mound, striking out eight and not allowing a single one. Tip of the cap to you there, Tom. Uh, game two also being a Badgers victory. Uh, the Badgers had 11 runs on 11 hits, leading to a very efficient Mercy Rule win in the sixth inning as they took that one 11 runs to one. Heading down the road to Ferndown Leisure Centre in Ferndown as the Bournemouth Bears AAA side welcome Vetra. And it would be a first win for BC Veteran Game 1, 7-4, with Vilmantis Catinas going 4-4 four for four with two RBIs and three runs scored for Vetra to help them take the, uh, the first Game 1 win. But the Bears would then clinch their division by winning Game 2, six runs to five. Bears leadoff hitter Ben Hyde went 4-5, for five, including an RBI single to get the walk-off win. Jose Lopez also had a home run in the bottom of the six for the Bears. So congratulations to the Bears for taking the title. Let's have a look at the rest of the standings. East London Latin boys uh, in the AAA South Division are 13 and 6 in top spot. Essex Redbacks in second place with 14 and 7. The Essex Arrows AAA are 14 and 7 as well. Uh, fourth spot, London Marauders 13 and 7. 
Uh, London Mammoths in fifth spot with 13 and 8. Kemp Buccaneers Triple A are 2 and 16. And the Richmond Knights in bottom spot are 2 and 20. Southwest and Wales Triple A is, as I said, the champions are the Bournemouth Bears Triple A side. We have 13 wins and five losses from the season. Uh, Veteran second spot, 14 and 8. Southwest Rivalities are 9 and 11. And Bristol Badgers are now 4 and 16. So we are going to move on now to the double A. So the other scores that I've got to tell you about here, remember, if you don't hear your side's uh, scores, there was either a uh, called, called off game or it just didn't take place. And starts off in Enfield playing fields in London as the Sidewinders took on the East London Latin Boys double A side. Sidewinders taking game one, six runs to two. And Manny Oladei and Kosaku Matsu had three hits and two RBIs for Sidewinders to help them win that one. And game two would also be a Sidewinders, which is a very close game. Another comeback win in game two. Sidewinders winning it 12 to 11. And took, went into the seventh. The Sidewinders were down by three and then came all the way back to walk it off by Tomo Takusi's single. Down to Floodfield in Ham as the Richmond Dragons double-A took on the London Musketeers. Uh, Musketeers would take both games. Game one was 12 runs to nine. High Relief worked hard and went four for five with three RBIs, three stolen bases and two runs scored and got the win off the mound for the Musketeers. Now, if there's ever a candidate for Player of the Week for BSUK, uh, you should be getting these players nominated. And then we have game two, Musketeers uh, dominating 15 runs to four. Uh, Tatsuya Sasaki went four for five with four RBIs on two doubles to help the Musketeers to a convincing win. And said that one there was 15 runs to four. The standings there, the double A central. Milton Keynes Bucks at the top, 21 wins, one loss. Cambridge Mounts are 16 and eight in second spot. Third place belongs to the Oxford Kings, which are 13 and 10. Essex Archers double A are 12 and 12. Norwich IC near 11 and 13. And the Hearts Hearts are 0 and 29. The double A Southeast sees the sidelines at the top of the table, 26 and 2 record. Second spot belongs to Croydon Pirates, who are 21 and 8. London Musketeers are 17 and 11. Guildford Mavericks are 15 and 12. Fifth spot belongs to the Richmond Dragons, who are 5 and 25. And East London Latin Boys double A are 2 and 28. And that brings us round two. The single A. So let's have a look at the scores now for the single A in the British Baseball Federation. We had the uh, London Minotaurs taking on the Hearts Londoners at Finsbury Park in London. Uh, the first game was an absolute run fest with the Minotaurs walking off in the bottom of the fifth to win on a Sam Chen single. Also a star performance from Minotaurs, uh, Ben Ward, who went two for three with five RBIs. And it was Minotaurs when that won 14 runs to 13. Game two would go to the Londoners, though, and that was 12 runs to nine. This was a back-and-forth hard-fought game with Hearts taking lead in the top of the six, and the Minotaurs couldn't find a way to answer back in the bottom of the innings, so the Hearts side taking the W there. Over to Somerville Pavilion in Keisham, we have the Bristol Bats versus the Cardiff Merlins. Now, the Bats uh, took both of these games, which ends the Cardiff Merlins' undefeated streak, but the Merlins would clinch the division. Um, game one saw Tyrone Porter striking out six in the mound whilst helping his team to win by going two for three with three stolen bases and scoring a run as well, as game one was eight runs to five to the bats. And game two was 11 runs to one in favour of the bats as well. Paul Carter and Billy Garrett both had four RBIs each with Garrett hitting a two-run home run. And with that, the Cardiff Merlins win the seven division. The Kent Mariners single-A side took on the South Coast Sea Dogs at Claremont School in St. Leonard's-on-Sea. 
And that would be Kent Mariners taking game one 20 runs to 12 and also game two going to the Mariners 18 runs to four. Kent Mariners single A took on the Tombridge Bobcats. And to tell us a bit more about that is our guest uh, regular. He's not a guest anymore. He's a, he's now an official member of the Roundup show. It's uh, Niall. Niall, take it away, son. Hey, Matt. Niall from the Tombridge Bobcats here for our results roundup finale for this year. Yesterday saw us make the short journey to Hadlow for a single A southeast doubleheader against the Bucks. Unfortunately for us, we dropped both games, but there were still many positives to take from the day. Game one saw 15 year old Reese McCauley and Jake Spiller make their league debuts on the mound. And whilst playing against a team made up of predominantly AAA players, the guys gave it their all. Never gave up, even when things maybe weren't going their way, and still came off the diamond with a smile on their face. And for me, that's what's all that mattered. Game two was a closer. Sorry, game two was closer, but we just couldn't eke out the win. Some great fielding, including Steve Bevan at second base, making multiple outs with ease. Monty Cunliffe with a fantastic diving effort for a catch in the outfield. Even though he couldn't reach it, the effort he put in for it deserves a shout-out. And finally, Luna LaCruz in right field. A very high fly ball came her way, and she stayed calm and made the catch, followed by a little celebration which had us all smiling. And so that's it. The Bobcats finish with 9 wins and 11 losses on the year. A year where we had approximately 11 rookies make their debut for the club, and multiple players who only had one year's experience come back for more. I couldn't be more proud of my team for how well they've done this year. We will now support our sister team, the Wildcats, in their hunt for the single A title. Let's go, Wildcats. That's all from me, Matt. We'll speak again next year. Cheers, Niall. Thank you very much for all your help and input this season. Really appreciate it. It means the world to me. Uh, thank you so much. So let's have a look then at the standings. Single A Central, we have the London Mustangs at the top with uh, 20 wins, two losses. Essie's direct bats, single A, are 21 and 5. The Hearts Raptors are 7 and 10 in third spot, with the Hearts Londons in fourth place with 7 and 16. Hearts Eagles have 6 wins, 14 losses in fifth spot, and the London Minotaurs are 7 and 21. The single A7, as I said before, the Cardiff Millions are uh, taking the, the title with 16 wins, two losses. The Bristol Bats are 15 and three in second place with Bournemouth Bears single A7 and nine and the Bristol Brunels are five and 11. Single A South, Brighton Brewers are 18 and two and that sees them in the top spot. And it's a Brighton double because it's a Brighton Jets in second place with 15 and nine. Guildford Gold Cats in third place with 14 wins, nine losses. Bracknell Inferno have 10 wins, 12 losses in fourth spot. Uh, fifth place is Richmond Dukes with four wins, 12 losses, one tie game. And the Guildford Millers at the bottom there with three wins, ten, uh, 20 losses and one tie game. The single A Southeast sees the Tombridge Wildcats with a 15-6 and six, uh, record with one tie game. Kent Mariners are in second spot with 12 wins, seven losses and one tied. Kent Buccaneers are in third spot with nine and nine. Tombridge Bobcats are 9 and 11. South Coast Sea Dogs are 2 and 14. And the Pirates are, uh, look like they're, they're uh, nil and void at this point with their 0 and 2, which is a shame. Single A West XC, Taunton Muskets at the top with 6 wins, 6 losses. Western Jets are in second place with 6 and 8. Cornish Clay Cutters are 5 and 7. And the Bristol Bucks are 2 and 16.
We're going to skip straight on to the East of England Baseball League. So have a quick look at their cheeky spreadsheet. It's not that cheeky, it's lovely. Uh, we have the Cambridge Lancers at home to the Milton Keynes Bucks, and the Bucks will take both their games. Game one was 8-5 to the Bucks and 18 runs to seven in game two. The Norwich Warriors faced the Bay Area Blues at the Blues, and it was 18 runs to 21 uh, win for the Norwich Warriors, and it would be the Bay Area Blues taking game two, 15 runs to nine. North and Centurions welcomed the Cambridge Royals, and it was a three runs to six victory for the Royals in game one, and Royals will take game two in a really close score fest of 14 runs and 12. Having a quick look then at their standings, we still have the Brentwood Stags at the top with uh, 16 wins and four losses. The Milton Keynes Bucks in second place with 17 and five. Essex Redbacks are 13 and nine. North and Centurions are 14 and 10. Uh, Cambridge Lancers are 12 and 10 with Cambridge Royals just below them with 8 and 16. Norwich Warriors are 5 and 17. And Bay Area Blues with that final victory there with a 1 and 15. And I bet they celebrated that like they won the World Series and who will blame them? And that final game over in the West Country Baseball League uh, was won by the Plymouth Mariners. Unfortunately, I've not been able to find the score. I just know the Plymouth Mariners are now the WBL 2021 champion. So congratulations to Plymouth. And uh, right then, let's get on now to that all-important big game that we had. He says as he scrolls across in his spreadsheet, the European Championships in Italy. Uh, these are teams of Great Britain, France, Ukraine, Germany, Netherlands, Belgium, Italy, and Czech Republic. So there are absolutely no slouches in this division. Quick drink of water. There we go. We are ready to go. So game one. We'll see Great Britain um, taking on France at San Martino Junior Baseball and Softball um, in Juan Albergo Verona. Funnily enough, I used to take Italian lessons in my 2001, so you can see that 20 years later, I still struggle. <laughs> um, so GB took the opening game to start the series. It was a nice morning one, and that was three runs to zero. Um, first game of the tournament, GB opened the score in the first inning with Ollie Thompson scoring on a pass ball. Ben Lead then with a dinger in his debut in the fourth on his GB debut to make it 2-0. And then Kennard Dawson single to right field in the top of the sixth inning, brought home Matteo Salacio uh, to make it 3-0. Fellow debutant Ian Isdale was on the mound and he picked 5.2 innings, allowing only three hits to start off on a very positive note. Uh, other scores in that game, uh, First day were Ukraine and Germany, and it was a German uh, victory, 10-0. Um, the Netherlands, very dangerous side. They beat the Belgian side 17 runs to three, and then the Italians beat the Czech Republic four runs to one. So on to the next day, the 25th, these were all played on consecutive days, no days off. We had uh, Belgium Ukraine opening the day's events, and that was six runs to three in favour of Belgium. The Czech Republic faced Great Britain in, again, San Martino. And this was a, a fantastic game. I uh, really enjoyed watching this. It was edge of the seat stuff. Uh, Ollie Thompson opened the GB scoring in the first with stolen base. Then the second, Rory Chandler hit a single up the middle to bring home Ivan Quackenbrush. Uh, the Czechs leveled in the third with two runs of their own. And then both teams scored in the fifth inning. Kenneth Dawson scoring off a of Miggy Rodriguez triple to right center field. 
both teams then scoring in the final inning. Miguel Rodriguez coming home off an error meant the contest needed extra innings. The Czech scored in the top of the eighth, but then GB clinched it when Bren Laird scored from Kenneth Dawson's double down the right field line and Michael Flaherty scoring on a wild pitch to ensure the W for GB. Uh, what a fantastic game. It was breathtaking. If you saw it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, the Germans took on the Dutch, and that was 10 ones to the Netherlands there. So on the 26th of August, we had the Netherlands versus Ukraine to open it, and that only took six innings for the Dutch to beat Ukraine 10-0. Uh, Germany beat Belgium 10-2. Uh, the French took on the Czech Republic, and that was seven runs to five in favour of the Czech. And then for GB, they faced the Italians in Campo Gavagni in Verona. Uh, this was over in five innings. Italy scored six of the first um, in the first inning to set a challenge to GB, who responded in the second inning with a run. But they stepped it up, scoring two more in the fifth, three more in the fourth to bring the game to an early finish as they took this one, 11 runs to one. So one thing I find really interesting when I read these scores and see them on, on the internet and on paper, and some of these are, are called tied and a game that ended five innings, it, it doesn't do it justice. When you watch, watch the game live, it was such a hard fought contest. And, you know, I don't want people that listen to this thinking, oh, they got beat in five innings and it was such a, a run. It doesn't take away any of the effort or hard work that the players are putting in. And that goes, it's not just the under-23 scores are reading now. It just goes across the board, um, the, uh, across baseball in, in this country, uh, in Britain, that it's, um, yeah, it's, well, you, you get what I'm trying to say. So let's have a look then. On the 27th of August, France uh, beat Belgium 12 runs to five. GB faced the, the Netherlands, um, and that would be in San Martino as well. 110 people had the pleasure of a absolute storm in first inning. GB drawing first blood, scoring two runs when Michael Flaherty punished the ball with a home run to deep left field, being home Matteo Salato uh, with him. But the Dutch then replied with four runs of their own. The Dutch extended their lead with two more runs in the second, and GB started their comeback in the third with Kenneth Dawson singling up the middle to allow Aidan Pierce and Ben Lee to score. Uh, the fourth inning saw the Dutch team score six runs without reply, and that would be it until the curtain closing in the seventh inning, and it would be a Netherlands victory, 12 runs to four. Um, again, a very strong Dutch side, and I think the GB team, absolutely sterling performance and every single one of them put in their role. You watched it again, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, the Czechs beat Ukraine 15 runs to zero in four innings and the Germans beat Italy one run to nothing. So that took us, that was the, the semi-finals. So the finals which were played today, the 28th of, of uh, August. Um, so we're playing for third spot and fourth spot. You had Italy versus GB. And this took place at San Martino Junior Baseball and Softball Field in Buen Albergo, Verona again. So at two o'clock, uh, Italy and, and GB. Italy would open the scoring with a stolen base in the second inning uh, before increasing their lead in the third by adding two more runs. The four innings would equal four more runs for the Italians before Andrew Isdale scored in the fifth on a wild pitch for GB. The Italians would then finish the job in the sixth um, with their final run. And that would be eight runs to one to Italy to take that bronze medal. Uh, Drew Spencer said after the game, 
when you come to the under 23 European Championships and the only teams that you lose to are the Italians and the Dutch, that's something to be proud of. That's an accomplishment. Uh, and he's 100% right. Uh, it's very, very strong sides there, the Italians and the Dutch. If you know much about European baseball, which I don't, I don't claim to be an expert, but those, uh, you, when you do your reading and you look back on, on the, uh, the the wins and losses and the, the, the tournaments, that those names are always around there, the, the Germans, the Italians and, and, and the Dutch. So he finished by saying that you won't under, underestimate Great Britain again, and he's right, 100%. Anyone who watched these games know that hard graft and work wins each and every inning uh, by the team and the coaching staff, and I form, I'm extremely proud of every single one of them. Uh, so I doff my cap to you. If I have my hat on, I was supposed to, because I've got my that time in the month where the hair starts to look extremely weird. If you're watching this on YouTube, or if you met me in person, you'll know, you know what I mean there, like a badly chewed action man. Um, and that's it. France uh, beat the Ukraine six runs to one. Uh, the Czech Republic beat the Belgian side 12 runs to one. And in that gold and silver final, through goes to the World Cup. That's actually happening right now as we speak between the Dutch and the Germans. And it was uh, no run scored at time of recording. So I can't bring you any information there. But thank you again for, for listening in. There should be some more Roundup shows next week. Uh, thanks, as always, to John and to Niall for, for providing the extra information. And uh, don't forget, keep your eyes in the skies for fly balls. And I'll see you all soon. Trade hard. Stay safe. ta -ra.